You are entering a space of thoughts and jokes, of echoes and analysis, a stopover from sense, a sojourn from sincerity, the cross-section between entertainment and bewilderment, a limitless void of laughter and curses from which few escape. You've just crossed the border into the spooky spot. Can I do a stupid opening? Do you, why wouldn't you? <laughs> why would I not do a stupid opening? Yeah. All right, you t- scale of one to ten, tell me how stupid this is. <laughs> God. I'll do my best. Do my best to tell me how stupid it is? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right, all right. All right, all right. Welcome to KRNT Quarantine Radio. <laughs> Bringing you the spooky spot. Ten. <laughs> I hate it. Well, it's in the episode now. I hate it. I know you hate it. <laughs> you hate this show. <laughs> no, I just hated that. Please, I spent a long time coming up with the call letters that would sound best as quarantine. That's fine. The way you said it, though. Oh, you don't like the radio voice? You can do better, and that's why. <sighs> Damn, you're right. I probably mm-hmm. could do mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you work on it. In quarantine. True. True. You got all these hours. I do got a, I got so many hours to practice my radio voice. Yeah. And I'm not using them at all. You're not practicing any voices. I'm really not. At all. I'm really not doing any voices. When's voice the last now. time Jess did a voice? <laughs> Can't remember. I'm doing one right now. Can't you tell? I'm keeping that opening. That's fine. That's done. That's done. All right. Hi. Welcome to the Spooky Spot. My name is Jess. I'm Liz. <laughs> and here on the Spooky Spot, in case you forgot, because it's been 14 months. Because we forgot. Since we did anything. We watch anthology shows and then we gab about them for like an hour. <laughs> and then we all go on our merry way for another 14 months. Oh, golly gee, golly gee. Uh, the world is hell. Um, That's an opening. Now there's an opening. Oh, you're right. Oh, boy. Okay, well, today we watched a, a real, ooh, spicy, spicy boy today. Uh, we watched episode 22 of The Twilight Zone. The monsters are due on Maple Street. Whew. The shit hits different. <laughs> When we first watched it, it was like kind of oh we've seen this before. Everyone knows this story. A little boring. And then you watch it in quarantine, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like a lot. Because I mean, we also watched like Elegy, which we've done a show on before, but like that episode also hits different. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Twilight Zone is different now <laughs> after coronavirus hits. Um, ooh. To date, we've seen about four of the, the like, kind of cornerstone episodes. Yeah. Because so, we've seen this one. Uh, we've seen The Hitchhiker. We've seen Time Enough at Last and mm-hmm. Walking Distance. And three out of the four of those are good. <laughs> Walking Distance don't interact. <laughs> what do you got against your boy Walking Distance? <laughs> we've talked about it. <laughs> I don't. What do you got against your boy Walking Distance? I don't. I don't. What's his name? Is his name Martin? I forget his name. I think so. Fucking Martin. I don't. 
buy his fucking burnout bullshit. <laughs> Dumb I also, idiot. I also, like, I get why, like, it could can be considered a cornerstone, but I don't think it should be, like... I, I wouldn't find it that monumental. No, but it's I I see it on lists of like ooh best Twilight yeah. Zone and I'm like yeah, okay. Watch another episode. Um. So we open up on a uh, idyllic suburban street, and um, our opening narration comes in. So nice to hear from Rod. Yes. Oh I, oh how I missed him. Yes. Oh sweet Rod. Can't wait till we take that trip to actually visit him. Oh, someday we'll take that trip to see Rod. I thought we'd do it this summer. Literally. Literally. This is going to be the summer of Rod. Literally. And now we can do nothing. Oh, gosh. All right. But Rod comes in and he tells us that uh, this is Maple Street, USA. You know, a neighborhood of front porch gliders and the laughter of children. One of those things sounds nice. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And there will be a roaring sound and a flash of light at exactly 6.43. And we see these lads, you know, people walking around doing, you know, just suburban things. Definition of lads. On, and we see some lads coming, pants and all. coming back from their stickball game. And they, uh, you know, stop by the ice cream vendor pushing around his cart and they get some ice cream. Uh, and while they're doing that, there is this uh, kind of fun, fun stroby effect. And this whirring sound and our, uh, we cut around to like, you know, everybody's reaction shots. And I love, I think it's, uh, is it Les later? Mm-hmm. He's the one holding the hose who's just kind of staring. And I just, think it, yeah. Just kind of holding the hose. Listen, even if those, all those guys were in color, they'd still be hard to tell apart. Oh yeah. Some of them are just so similar. Some of them are extremely the similar. The same haircut. They're all, almost all of them are blonde. Is one of them's less... One of them's not less. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, on a related note, um, I love the name Les because I mean, yeah. it's short. It's short for Leslie. I, I miss men me- being named Leslie. Honestly, I mean, you know, it's not going to happen though. No, I know. I know we've made that turn. Names like Leslie and Ashley; those aren't men's names anymore. I've I've seen a lot of men like actors with the name Stacy too. That's an underrated one. Yeah. 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 But you know it's not going to happen I mean, for a it, long time. Make make them make them gender neutral again. They're good names. No, because even a lot of them are just like, oh, I promised to name you after someone in my family, and you just happened to be this gender when you were born, so you still get that name. Mm-mm. They're not it's even a, trying to be like, oh, that's a cool name. I oh, just like good, the name. Yeah. No, you have to take it because it was in the family. That's uh, for some people, you know. That's that's a tradition thing. That's important. That's, well, part of my family, you know, my nephew. That's a family name. No. <laughs> oh, rip your nephew. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not going to dox your nephew on this podcast. Let's just say that it, it, it rhymes with Blaze. <laughs> and God, he'd be going places if his name was Blaze. Oh, my God. I wish my name was Blaze. Mm. Ooh, wish that were me. So, you know, all, all these folks react into a bunch of lights in the sky, and they all they stand around, and they're like... Well, what was that? Oh my God. Like, you know, what was that? A meteor? Like, there wasn't a crash. Like, it's a highlight of the other day. Big lights in the sky. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the most exciting thing they've ever seen. Yeah. Um, there was a man who was uh, working on his car. We find out this is Steve. Steve is kind of our, uh, you know, our tether in reality here. Uh, and Steve's wife comes out of the house, and she's like, you know, hey, what's up? Like, what was that? Shit's not working. <laughs> Shit's not working. Every time I go to the coin store, 
It's not working. It's not working. Every time I try to put soup on the stove, it's not working. It's not working. <laughs> but that, that's literally like her tone. Like this, this was an inconvenience more than it was a real concern. I am cooking soup right now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Soup's fucking ruined. <laughs> yeah, right. If I know one thing about you, soup, you can't reheat soup. If I know one fucking thing about soup, it's extremely temperamental. Ooh, you shut that stove off, it's done. It's gone. <laughs> but, you know, everybody just kind of goes back to what they were doing, because, like, whatever. Not that big a deal. Yet. And uh, Rod tells us that this is Maple Street, and the last calm moments before the monsters came. I love Maple Street, USA. <laughs> Maple Street, USA is extremely It has good. such a ring to it. It, it does. And I hate it. <laughs> So we see a man come out and he replaces the the bulb on his porch light. And then he tries turning it on and it doesn't work. He even takes out the bulb and does the shaky thing. Why is your porch light on in the middle of the day? <laughs> I don't know. Because, yeah, it's the middle of the day. It's it's not nighttime until yeah. after the act break. But, you know. The first thing you notice is my porch light's off. <laughs> oh, no. My porch light's off. I miss doing the bulb shaky thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's fun. I just think it's neat. Light bulbs, I just think they're neat. Just... Alright, we heard it here first from Jess. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Just likes light bulbs. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made a show in 14 months. <laughs> Fascinating, thrilling goofs about light bulbs you came here for. <laughs> God. And uh, we see Les's wife. And I hate that none of their fucking wives get names. None of them. Except Steve's wife gets a, ma- a name. Her name is Mira. But, you know, nobody else's wife gets a fucking name. Um, probably because, I, I mean, it would take up screen time to give them names, I guess. I don't know. I also just shouldn't fucking make excuses. Like, give your wife a name. Um, <laughs> she doesn't get a name until she's a wife. <laughs> and literally, she only gets a name when it's like, oh, well, she was talking shit, though. Yeah. And, like, that's the only time you learn she has a name. Exactly. But, uh, so, so, Les's wife, um, she's trying the phone, but it's not working. And it's... Stop. And it's not working. <laughs> no, no. So, I'm, I'm gonna let everybody in on, on what my notes are. My notes are a combination, shot for shot, kind of what is happening, what I think about it, and, like, stuff to, like you know, talk about. Literally, I just have a line here. I haven't looked at these notes in a while because the spoiler alert took me months to do this. Um, That's one of the reasons, like... Why we were gone so long? Yeah, yeah well, I'll, I'll... I, like, wrote something at the end here to, to talk <laughs> about why we were gone so long. But um, I just have a note here that just says these blasted millennials can't get by without their precious technology. <laughs> That's just in the middle it's of this. True. It's just in the middle of this fucking flow. And I'm like... Okay, yeah, just stream of consciousness. I just wrote that one down. <laughs> but it's true, and you should say it. Uh, I mean, damn. All these all these blasted 1960s people can't get by without their precious porch light. Well, a lot of them is, like, the putter and stuff. Exactly. Lawnmower is not turning on. Oh, a, yeah. A screwdriver or whatever. Not a screwdriver. A uh, drill. A drill is not turning on. Mm-hmm. All their putter and stuff. See, I don't... So Pete Van Horn, who's the man we see with the the drill, who's not working, I think he's a contractor. So he's he's working. Oh, I feel like he was just building something for himself. Oh, maybe. See, I I always read him as like a contractor. Like I just read him at, like I thought it was just like his backyard. Okay, just hanging. Maybe it was. Um, 
so we see we see Pete Van Horn, who's this uh, gentleman who has some glasses and a wild haircut. Wild haircut, cool overalls. He's got a hammer hanging off of the the little strap thing on the side of his. It's yeah, it's, it's like for holding hammers. It's for holding it's... hammers. I mean, what it, what is it called? Is it called a hammer holder? Like what? Uh-huh. A, a loop. What do you hammer loop? All right, so he's got a hammer on his hammer loop. Sure. <laughs> the camera like zooms in on it to remind us. To oh. make sure we remember this later. Yes. It's it's Chekhov's hammer. Um, and uh, uh, Steve's wife, she's just like saying operator in, <laughs> into the receiver. Um, she needs to make those calls. It's not even like up to her ear. She's just she, like saying she it. She needs to make those calls. Oh, she's... She, she got to talk some shit about the radio her husband has in the listen, basement. <laughs> listen, chair by the phone. She needs to make those calls. She needs to make those calls. And so we see uh, our good friend Steve outside. He finishes washing his car and, and his wife comes out to meet him on the lawn. Um, she's still just, she's extremely inconvenienced still. This is when she comes out and tells him about the soup. <laughs> I had some soup on the stove and the stove just stopped working. Les's wife comes out, and she's also hollering about the phone. She's like, is anything working in your house? We take a long time establishing that stuff's not working. We, every time I go to the coin star, it's... Mm. I, I fucking don't say every time I go to the coin star, it's not working. I think it's because this episode said it's not working so many times, it just triggered you. Exactly, it just implanted in my mind. Because, uh, yeah, I, I finished these notes, and then I didn't look at them again. Um for weeks great our good friend Pete he comes over and he's just like alright hey I'm gonna go over to the next block and I'm gonna see if anything's working over there and that's yeah that's goodbye <laughs> alright see you at peace you know bye Steve and Les um standing around and their their new friend Charlie comes up to join them uh Charlie's shirt fucking rules yeah that's the only thing about Charlie that rules yeah but he doesn't deserve to wear it Charlie really does not deserve so it's like it's kind of like a, a Hawaiian shirt, but it's, like, got some blotches of patterns that are, like, different landscapes. I would love, love, love to see what this shirt looks like in color. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also love, love, love to own that shirt. Uh, Charlie doesn't deserve it, though. No. So they're standing around, you know, yakking it up on uh, what to do. Uh, Charlie suggests that they uh, they go downtown and, and see what's up. And they, you know, because they can't call the police. But, you know, let's go downtown. And Steven's... Why did I say Steven? He's called Steve all... Steve. He's called Steve all fucking episode. Why do I... name's Steven now. Why, why do I write Steven? Uh, Mr. Goodman. <laughs> his name is Steven Goodman. Uh, that's his Christian name. Um, Steve's like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll just go. And he, he goes to get in his car, and it won't start. <laughs> Fuck. You gotta stop setting it up like that. <laughs> Every time I get in the car go downtown it's not working listeners i'm sorry um you're gonna have to link the video for them like you know i am <laughs> you fucking know if you've never seen coinstar not working you have to <laughs> also shout outs to the guy at that new year's party who asked us where to find a working coinstar when we were just sitting around <laughs> quoting the stupid video on each other back and just goofing. He's like, wait, you know where there's a coin star I can use? He's like, oh, yeah, do you guys know where there's a coin star? Oh, I couldn't handle it. Could not handle <laughs> couldn't it. Couldn't handle it. I loved it. It was so awkward. I think about it so much. <laughs> 
God. But so Steve's car isn't working. <clears throat> and Les comes up and he's like, well, what do you, you out of gas? And he's like, no, it was fine before, you know, before the lights, whatever. Um, and so they're like, all right, well, we'll just walk downtown. It's fine. It's, this is fine. A young boy steps up out of the crowd and he says, oh no, they don't want you to go. Here's what they don't want you to do. <laughs> what is he, an inquirer? <laughs> Here's what Big They doesn't want yeah, you right? to know. Here's what Big Meteor doesn't want you to do. <laughs> God. And he, he just kind of points to the sky when Steve's like, who the fuck is they? Ooh. And he's like, yeah, they. You know. What the fuck else? And he's like, you know, that, that thing that flew overhead. He's like, you know, he, they don't want you to leave. <laughs> and so one of the other women in the crowd, because something I really like about the blocking in this episode is that it's, it's, this is an episode about mob mentality, mm-hmm. and a lot of the blocking, people are really clustered very close together. Yeah. So, you don't necessarily know who everyone is, not everybody gets a name, but, like, one of these women is just, she just, like, dunks on him for, like, reading too many comics. She's like, she don't know what the fuck he's talking about. And so, Steve kind of brushes it off, too. He's just like, yeah, you know, it's it's a meteor, like, it's sunspots. And Liz is like, yeah, you know, sunspots, Totally. Sure, sure. So Steve and, Steve and Charlie start heading off again, but Tommy's very insistent that they can't go. He's like, you can't even get to town because, you know, you're not one of the people that they sent ahead. One of those people, you know, they look just like people. <laughs> but they're not people. But they're not people. And this is, this is some, like, straight up, like, this is just, this is Red Scare parallelism. Because this was, we were at the height of the Red Scare at this time when, when this was being made. Twilight Zone does the same thing in, um, it's an episode called, Will the Real Martian Please Stand Up? Please stand up, please stand up. Fuck. You're full of it today. I really am. Um, where a bunch of people are like, uh, like the bus that they're in breaks down and they wind up stuck in like a restaurant forever and then it's revealed that one of them is actually like a Martian. Spoiler alert. A spoiler alert for an episode that we're going to talk about in like 20 years. God damn. God fucking damn. This was, like, a thing that Rod was on. Like, he was, all, he was on everything. <clears throat> I mean, he was on everything, for sure. But that's always... The Red Scare is something I've always been interested in, of, like... Okay, but how did, like... <laughs> Put a little finger gun up at me right now. You're interested in it, huh? <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> you some kind of commie? <laughs> um, is this, you tell me this is some kind of commie podcast? I love doing a silent finger gun on a podcast. <laughs> no one can see that. Yeah. Still it's gonna a, do it. It's a great bit that nobody can see. I've <laughs> um, just I've always been interested in like like how prevalent was it really? Of people's willingness to sell each other out. I don't know. I think it had to do with like how big of a threat they thought it was. Yeah. Or maybe there was more threats that happened that we just don't know about. Yeah. I'm not going to say we're living through the same time, because we certainly fucking aren't living through, <clears throat> you know, the, the intense stages of the Cold War. But, like... But... <laughs> I mean, we see a lot of that... We, we see a lot of the similar scares about, you know, involvement of, of Russia or China in, in this, that, or the other. And, like, did you hear about, um... Like, the... The Ohio narc line for narking on people who won't go back to work. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Ohio is full of a lot of stuff right now. Oh, there's a lot going on in Ohio right now. Yeah. Um, 
but like I rewatching this episode, I was like, yeah, the Ohio narc line that some very heroic hacker flooded with fake ass tips and made the whole thing completely useless. Um, if you're a hacker, that's what you should be doing. Uh, that's exactly what you should be doing because that's that's what cyberpunk is all about. Um, like I don't, I don't know. I just I really I'm interested in like like red scare stuff. I don't know because it's. Like, don't be an arc. I don't know. Well, if you're interested in Red Scare stuff, then Rod's here for you. It's true. Rod is exactly here for me. So the old man, the old men here, they're they're just like... They just do some scoffing. You fucking kid. Yeah. Um, And Tommy's like, no, hey, listen. It's a man and a woman and two kids. They they send a nuclear family down into the neighborhood in this story that Tommy fucking read, and now he's convinced his reality. Um... And he's about to ruin this neighborhood's whole career by telling them this. Pretty much. Um, he's like, they said they'd look just like you and me. And they sent him down to the neighborhood and prepared the way for the invasion. And Steve's like, okay, all right, well, um, let's just check on who's a human around here. Ha 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 ha. Finger gun. <laughs> Finger gun. Charlie wonders out loud, he's like, well, I wonder if Floral Street has the same thing going on. And he wonders where Pete is. And, like, this is the last we hear about, hey, where's Pete for, like, a long time. If I have a real big complaint about this episode, it's that Pete's gone for a really fucking a long, long time. time. Like, way longer. Um, well, I was thinking about Pete while the rewatch. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he could have just gone over to see if the light's on. But, you know, back then he would have knocked on somebody's door ask them and then they would have been like wait your lights are off I wonder what's happening mm-hmm. hey do you want something to drink <laughs> so yeah I wish Pete was back sooner but you know the niceties back then and also we needed the cover of darkness that's true we needed the cover of darkness Pete couldn't come back in the light also Mrs. Jenkins over on Floral Street had to give him some lemonade literally that's, that's exactly what happened <laughs> so uh our friend Les is trying to start his car and uh his car also doesn't start um, and he gets out, and he's just kind of standing around, exasperated, and he's like, oh, I can't even get the car started, and then it starts. Yeah, he wasn't in the original group. No. He just comes out. Yeah, he's, he just comes out of his, just came out of his house and tried to start his car, <laughs> and the car wouldn't start. Um, he makes, like, a great face when the car starts. He's like, Ugh. The townsfolk here, uh, they're all standing around, and they start muttering. They're like, well, how do you get the car started? Oh, it started all by himself. Oh, you got one of those newfangled cars. Oh, my he, God. Oh, I can't believe Les out here with his 1960s auto start. Like, what's what's going on? Um, <clears throat> and Les, if you take two seconds to look at him, this man doesn't know what the fuck is going on with this car. He's, yeah. he's looking around as cu- confused as uh, confused as any of this, any anybody else. And they're like, ooh, ooh, you know, hey, come to think of it. Uh, Les wasn't outside when the whatever it was flew overhead. Um, also, Les is weird. So, <laughs> yeah, literally. Let's get him. Les apparently has two children that we don't even know about. I guess. I yeah, guess. Sure. Um, and so, as a group, everybody in this neighborhood starts uh, walking at Les. Um, and Steve's like, "Hey, hey, hey, come on, let's 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 not be a mob." <laughs> Listen, I understand that we're all walking to the same destination, but let's not be a mob about it. Um, <clears throat> let's walk up to Les, but don't make it look like you're a mob. Right? Don't be suspicious. <laughs> God. Don't, don't, don't be suspicious. Les is kind of just like, oh, hey guys, how about, ooh, I couldn't get my, oh my, my car God. to start. Like, what's, what's up? And suddenly the car stops. 
Very spooky. Very spooky. And he's like, uh, uh, wow, I just don't get it. <laughs> um, okay. And they, the folks, the folks around, they start, you know, pressing on him for, for an explanation. He's like, okay, so I got a car that starts by itself. Does that make me some kind of criminal? <laughs> Does it? And Steve's like, well, um, we're out here looking for folks who don't fit in. That sound like anybody you know? What's up? Um, and I was like, hey, is this a joke? Is this some kind of gag? And, like, shout-outs to this actor, because a lot of his, like, line delivery is stilted. Yeah. So it's... He's just stilted enough to sound suspicious. Yeah. Like, he sounds weird to make you question him. So, good on him. His car starts again. So... Now we hate him. Now we hate him. <laughs> Fucking ripless. <laughs> and I was like, what? No, 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 no. We lived here for five years. Come on. Come on. You know us. Um, There's like a thing I saw once. So we live in a society. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, do we live in a society. But there was like some post that some guy wrote where he was like, I've been thinking about it. I don't think we live in a society. He's like, you know, I mean, like, how, in a society, like, you know the people around you, and you know your neighbors. Like, do you know your neighbors? Blah, blah, blah. I, the end, I don't think we live in a society. I was just like, do we? I'm like, (laughs) damn. Okay, well, that also sounds like a bad Tumblr post. It's like, no, you live in a society. I (laughs) live. You live in a society. I live in a shack in the woods. <laughs> Literally. I wish I lived in a shack in the woods. Oh my god. <clears throat> when so we- you like the red threat and you want to live in a shack in the woods. Alright, keep- I'm keeping notes. Oh no! What are you- are you gonna call the Ohio narc line on me? I bet your ass I am. <laughs> Please don't. Some woman here in the crowd, somebody's wife. It's a, very, it's a reductive a thing to say, but, you know, somebody's wife. She's like, they, they cut this woman off, but then Charlie's like, no, 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 What's, let's hear, let's hear what she has to say. Charlie's out here, he's, hmm. Delegating. Char- Charlie's needling on people. He, he wants to, he wants to ferret this out. Um, and so she explains that in the wee hours of the morning, sometimes she comes outside on her porch and so you can see Les standing in his yard looking up at the sky like he's waiting for something. Mm-hmm. Or he's looking for something. Mm-hmm. And while that's very intriguing, also, why are you out on your porch? Yeah, literally. And <laughs> I love, like, a minute before this, I think it was Charlie, because they're just, when they're first being suspicious of this, they're like, he didn't want to come out and look at the strange lights in the sky that happened a minute ago. And it's like, he had the, the chance of just not fiddling outside, and yeah. we all hate him now. He, he was <laughs> Ooh, he wasn't outside. Ooh, on a ooh. Sunday afternoon... Ooh, he mother- wasn't outside? How do you know it's nice outside? <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, and she's like, I just love that. It's like, no. We have to be outside. It's nice out. It's Sunday. It's suspicious that this man wasn't outside. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons to be suspicious. Of <laughs> Ooh. And then times when everyone's not outside, he's outside. Yeah. In the morning? In the mo- Early in the morning? Looking at the sky? Only women do that. Ooh. <laughs> Only women are allowed outside in the morning. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning? Only women are allowed to look at the stars. Only the wives. Only the wives. It's real wives hours. <laughs> but only this one. Only this one wife. 
Because she's real suspicious of everybody else. Honestly. Um, and so now everyone's like, hmm, hey, that's fucked up. And Les is like, what? No. It's like, I have insomnia. What? I'm not, outside. I'm, I'm not guilty of anything. And so he steps down from his porch, and ev- folks start backing away real quick. Yeah. Folks do not want to get within six feet of, of Les. Um, and so he's like, I think, I, I think, you know, you're all sick. And you're, you're starting some shit you shouldn't be starting. And he's like, this is a fucking nightmare. It's a real shame listeners cannot see the amount of finger guns. <laughs> finger- Pointing finger guns threateningly that we're doing <laughs> at each other. That's just the charm. Because, I mean, that is also, like, that is this whole episode is just... <laughs> everyone finger guns until ev- there's a real gun. Everyone pointing finger guns until a real gun. Yeah. So we come back and uh, Les's wife is lighting some candles. So, A, it's dark out. It's dark now. And B, the power's still out. For... Ow- hours? Hours? Well, when did it happen? What were the lights? Six? It was 6.45, and it's the summer, so... So they go down around eight. I mean... Eight, nine-ish. Nine-ish, yeah. So it's... <clears throat> it's been like three hours, so... Something like that. Um, and she takes a glass of milk outside <laughs> to her husband. <laughs> her husband, Les, who has now put on a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people put on a sweater now. <laughs> I love... I love to wear a sweater and drink a glass of milk on my porch on a summer evening. Same. Same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're valid. Um, and everybody's just standing out in the street watching. Just, you know, keep keeping an eye on Les. Um, and we can see over his shoulder um, Charlie. Being menacing. Who is his neighbor. Charlie's sitting out. His literal neighbor. His literal neighbor. Like, his actual literal neighbor. Like, next door. Like, they share a hedge. Uh, Charlie's sitting in his yard. Um, His wife brings him either a beer or a Coke. I can't quite tell. I'm gonna say it's probably a beer. Probably a beer. I mean, it's in a glass bottle, so who knows? Coke was in glass bottles in those days. Something I miss. I miss, uh... Miss Glass... I think I, I think I just saw... Well, they still exist. Yeah, but, like, you know, it's not ubiquitous. But I think I just saw that Coke's gonna try to go to, like, this recyclable thing. And I'm like, that's great. Okay. That's great. Get All rid right. of cans. Sure. <laughs> go for it. I mean... I forget. There was... Hmm, There's, like, an insidious reason why they switched over to plastic from glass, and I forget what it was. It was some lobbying thing. Or Probably. A, or a, you know... Some bullshit. Uh, the reason that plastic has overrun our lives was 100% a lobbying thing. Anyway. Isn't it always some bullshit? Oh, it's always some bullshit. Damn if it ain't some bullshit. I gave the wives names in my notes. <laughs> I was like, Les's wife doesn't have a name. Let's call her Teresa. <laughs> Teresa. I'm like, Charlie's wife also doesn't get a name. We'll call her Donna. <laughs> and I'm, just like, I'm just naming these wives. These notes are wild. It took me months to do this. I can see why. <laughs> Fucking wild. Um, so so Charlie is keeping vigil over Les's house. Um, uh, Charlie's wife. I almost called her Donna. No, Myra. <laughs> Myra is Steve's wife. She's the one who gets a name. Oh. Um. Oh, Charlie's wife. Charlie's wife. Tar- Charlie's wife, Donna. Um. <laughs> 
So she tries to talk some sense into her husband. She's like, we've known the good, good men's free... The good men's... The good man's. <laughs> the good man's. For years. Like, they're... They're, they're good man's. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Charlotte's like, um, no. That man stares at the stars. He's fucking weird. <laughs> Fellas. Is it? Is it gay? To look at the stars. Yes. But is it gay to look up at the sky? Also, yes. Is it gay to look up at all? Yes. Is it gay to be up in the early morning on your porch? Yes, that's the wife hours. (laughs) (laughs) We cracked it. Done. Fellas, it's gay to do fucking anything. This man's not nuclear at all. (laughs) Damn. Where are his kids? Where are they? Where are they? No, we only have one child in this. No. No one can have zero children. Well, they got... Well, what is it? Johnny? This is the actual kid. Tommy. Tommy, Johnny, same thing. Uh, <laughs> there's a lie. Uh, he's like, oh yeah, the, the alien family, there's a wife and a father and two kids. Yeah. Which... To really bring it all in, they should have, like, shown the kids just as, a, like, a sneak peek. Yeah. I get why they probably didn't, but... Didn't have any child actors kicking around that looked like... Yeah. Well, good men. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, so, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's gay to look at the stars. Yes. Um, it's gay and you're a communist. You're a gay communist if you look at the stars. Um... Sounds like you know a lot about this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Have you ever looked at the stars? Have you ever? Have I? Ever. Just once? <laughs> by mistake? Hey, wait, what is this? Even by mistake? <laughs> Some kind of red scare. <laughs> uh, no, 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 never. No. no. Is this some kind of scarlet spook? <laughs> scarlet spook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Alright, nice. Um, Charlie's like, he's. I just have this written down as a direct quote. quote. It's like going back to the Dark Ages or something. It's like, is it Charlie? Is it? Is it? Guess who's about to go back to the Dark Ages? It's fucking you. <laughs> Steve tries to go talk to Les. And Les just tells him off. He's like, you know, fuck off. He's like, I have insomnia, Steve. Leave me alone. Um, and his wife has his back here. She's like, yeah, you know. Get lost. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Charlie hauls her over because he sees Steve there. And he's like, hey. Watch who you're talking to. <laughs> I'm gonna call on everybody in this goddamn block. Charlie is fucking here to point all the finger guns. I can't believe Charlie's the Ohio tip line. <laughs> Charlie's the Ohio narc line. Uh, this man would narc people out if they didn't go back to work after businesses opened yep. during the coronavirus. Yep. That's Charlie true. would get people kicked off their unemployment benefits. That's Charlie. That's Charlie. Everybody knows a Charlie. And the government relies on people like Charlie. Government loves Charlie. The government fucking loves Charlie. Charlie's the government. But like literally, like Charlie is the... Alright, episode over. (laughs) God. But so Charlie's like, hey Steve, uh, you better watch out who you're talking to, because like, you can't be seen uh, talking to this gay communist. (laughs) And you're not above suspicion either. Um... And so Steve's like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? Are we just going to stand around all night? Are we just going to stand around all night? He's like, hey, Charlie, how about you shut the fuck up and go to bed? (laughs) Literally, I love 
Like, I get there's nothing to do with no power back then, especially. Mm-hmm. But, like, I love how... Suspicion or not, they they just... They won't go inside. <laughs> they won't just go inside. <laughs> no, I have to stand out in the street and I have to look at Les Goodman drinking milk on his porch. <laughs> they just won't go inside. I'm like, please, go inside. Go inside. Go play some fucking cards by candlelight. I don't fucking know. Go to bed early. Do- what, it's already this- like nine o'clock. Y'all past your bedtimes. <laughs> you guys go to bed when the sun goes down, right? Let's, you have work tomorrow. It's a Sunday. It's true. Bitches have work tomorrow. Bitches do have work tomorrow. I'm bitches. Um, <laughs> Same. Damn. Damn. I'm bitches tonight. Damn. Oof. We bitches. Love the quarantine bitch. Oh, it's true. Us quarantine bitches still fully employed. Yeah. Charlie's like, oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you, Steve? <laughs> You'd love it if I just fucking went to bed and I, I stopped paying attention, you know? Um, and so one of these other guys who just now gets a name, uh, Don, he's like, well, you know, Steve, uh, your wife's been saying some shit. I hate Don so much. Don's a fucking jackass. Yeah. Don is a late stage jackass because he hasn't done anything, but he's just, he's a real shit stirrer. Steve's not shook. He's just yeah. like, yeah. He's like, everyone does some weird shit. Like, no, who cares? Like, yeah, let's have a firing squad for all the weirdos. Like, let's yeah. go. Um, and so he's like, well, you know, what? Like, what's she been saying? Big fucking deal. Um, yeah, he's not even, like, mad about it. He's like, yeah, she talks. Yeah, like, he's what? like, what? I do things. Oh, wow, I do things. Amazing. <laughs> um, so Steve has a uh, radio down in his basement that nobody has seen. And the music wants us to be really tense on this. Yeah. About why he... Ooh, ooh, Steve's got a radio? Steve's got a radio in his basement? and But it's like, it's literally nobody's business. Literally. It's, ooh. But during, like, during the rewatch, if I don't know every single thing that happens in your house, I hate you. I fucking hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's getting, like, really mouthy. He's just, like, he's getting mouthy, he's getting sarcastic with all these people. Yeah. Steve's my fucking hero. Yeah. I love Steve. Yeah. Um, and he... <laughs> Charlie like comes down. He's trying to get in his face, and he's like, "Yeah, Charlie, I talk to fucking aliens. Ooh, I'm talking to three-headed green man. Yeah, let's go, buddy. All right." And um, his wife Mira runs up, and she's like, "Please stop. Please, they're gonna believe you." She's like, "Please, no. It's just a ham radio." And Don's like, "Well, who are you talking to?" Like, blah, blah. which and, is more like Red Scare stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like any anyone who had a, a ham radio. You, 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 oh, you talking to the Russians? Huh? You talking to the Russians? Mira's like, no, just come down to the basement and I'll show you. And Steve's like, no, 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 These bitches no, no, don't get no, to see my radio. No, 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 no. No one gets to come down to the basement and see the basement radio unless they come back with a warrant. Mm-hmm. Warrant. Again, another thing I wrote down verbatim because I think it's great. Steve's like, stop telling me who's dangerous and who isn't and who's safe and who's a menace. Yeah. Love Steve. Love, love it. Love Steve. Oh, it's great. Steve's right. Steve is the only person who has rights. How come I feel like this is one of the first episodes where we're like, oh, this guy's great. <laughs> this oh, is literally the first fucking episode where we've been completely on board with something that somebody did or said. Especially a guy. Especially, oh, there's one good man in the Twilight Zone. Oh, there's one good man in the Twilight Zone and his name is Steve. I mean, I can nitpick him. True. Because, like... When Les first gets suspicious and they all back up for him when he walks off his porch, Steve also backs up. Yeah. But, like, that's okay, because he doesn't, like... He's still a thinker. Yeah. But so, Steve calls out this whole fucking neighborhood. He's like, y'all are out here for blood, but the truth is you're just gonna tear each other the fuck apart. Rod Sterling said, mob rule sucks ass. Yeah. Um, And so we cut to... We 
cut to reaction shots from all these folks, and uh, then we hear softly approaching footsteps. Ooh. Ooh. And everybody turns to look. Ooh, and we're looking for a long time. This is a long sequence. And this person's very slow. That's true. They're walking very slow. They also don't make any noise. Um, But they all gaze down the street. They see a shadow. They see a shadow. But they all gaze down the street. And I love that, again, in the blocking in the direction, like, it's like a herd movement. Yeah. Like, they all move as one unit to look down the street. Who is this? And, like, it's Pete coming back. Yeah. They don't know that. They we we see the hammer, so we know. We know. And our our good friend Tommy is just standing by Steve's elbow and he's like, Oh, it's the monster. Fuck him. And he's got like a smile. Like I do not like or trust Tommy. No, I don't like Tommy Johnny. Like no. as <laughs> As much as it's you know, I don't I don't want to be somebody throwing anybody under the bus. Don't like Tommy's vibes. Me either. He's also just a weird looking kid. He's just a weird looking kid. He's always like like he looks like he's squinting like the sun's really in his eyes, but no one else is acting like that. Like when you first see him and he gets yeah, his clothes yeah. up, he's like, Oh, there's monsters. And I'm like, Kid, what are you looking at? You're looking right at the sun. You're getting real squinty. <laughs> You're not supposed to look straight into the lights, honey. That's what he's doing. That is what he's doing. Um, but Don, our good friend Don, mm. uh, he, he breaks from the herd. He comes back with a gun. Yeah. He's got a shotgun. Like, just in case you might need this. He's like, hey, here you go, you might need this. And Steve's like, what the fuck? He's like, no, give me that. What do you have? I'm gone. No. <laughs> God, he's like, he's like, this will not do you any good. Please think for once. Um, but Charlie takes the gun from Steve. And he's like, I'm not just going to let some monster walk all up over us. Um, <clears throat> it occurs to me now. Don and Charlie would both carry guns but not wear masks into a business. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, mm. But Steve, you know. But Steve, our good, safe. our good friend Steve. Being safe. Um, so Charlie's like, I'm not just going to let some monster walk up in here and, and, and step on everybody. Uh, Charlie just McFucking shoots him. Yeah. Just, ooh. I'm not going to fucking wait till he gets any closer. Just. Not going to not gonna try to call out to him. No. Which... I'm not, I don't want to drag Pete, but why does Pete make no sound? <laughs> why does Pete not be like, hey guys? It's very, well, cause. Like, I know why. Like, yeah, he's, he doesn't think they're going to fucking shoot him. He doesn't know what's been going on. Yeah. He but... doesn't know there's now a mob. But yeah, he should have been like, hey, I came back from Floral Street. Hey y'all, what's up? But yeah. We need the suspense. It's true. We need this. Like, I know why. And like, you know, cap big capital W-Y, but also like. I'm not here to blame the man who got shot in the street. Um, Charlie's a fucking cop. Uh, <laughs> Lord. So, everybody sprints to this body and they're like, ah, oh, shit, it was Pete. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I love the, like, the lighting, the way that they do the lighting here, because, like, I think it's Steve has a lantern. Yeah, I noticed that. I, I just, I, I think it's cute, because, like, the light stays really close. Yeah. And, like, when they put the lantern on the ground, like, it pools out, like, I, I it's well, fun. It's one thing, is like, he brings a lantern, like, right over him, but, like, the stage light, however they lighted them, mm-hmm. it's, like, one second behind from, yeah. like, he, like, you should have seen Pete's body by now, because the lantern's already there. It's true, the lantern's <laughs> down, like, you gotta do the light, I just, I think it's cute, it's fun. Um, and so, Dawn reminds us that, oh, yeah. Pete went to the next block to check if the fucking power was on. Oh, yeah, we forgot about Pete. Um, I I wish I knew what Pete found out. 
Because he was gone for a, a really long time. Well, you know, he was having a lemonade because they also had power. Maybe he got some soup that wasn't ruined. Yeah. Who knows? Damn. And so Mira's like, damn, you killed him. Uh, you killed him dead, Charlie. You, you fucking murdered him. Um, everybody else stands up while Charlie stays on the ground with Pete's body. Yeah, they, like, walk away from him. Yeah, it's it's a good... You're not part of our mob anymore. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, now it's you. Um, and Charlie's like, oh, no. I didn't know who he was. Doesn't mean you should have shot him. Right. Um, he's like, he came out of the dark. How was I supposed to know? Let's just shoot first. <laughs> <laughs> but the mob has zero sympathy. Zero sympathy for yeah. Charlie. They immediately back away from it because he's like trying to reach out he's like well i didn't know please support me in my manslaughter and they're like fucking no the tension that they've been building you know now now the spell is really broken by this this first instance of violence now the mob is scared yeah whereas before the mob was like wary no now mm. um charlie says i was only trying to protect my home i didn't know it was somebody we knew and that's it Ooh. (laughs) ooh, that's the justification and it's like ooh. If it was somebody, like, oh, <laughs> oh, if I knew him, maybe I would have hesitated. Maybe I wouldn't have shot him. Um, maybe, maybe you would have, Charlie. Maybe mm, don't. Maybe, maybe you're suspicious of everybody. You want to shot him anyway. Yeah, but like, oh, it doesn't matter. Even if you didn't know him, you shouldn't have shot him. You should, don't don't just shoot strangers. No, we're just shooting people in the dark. We're we're just shooting people in the light here in the year 2020. I mean, every year, we're just. We're just shooting people in the light in 2020. At least, at least in 1960, we had to shoot people in the dark. Um, suddenly, uh, the power comes on in in Charlie's house, and only Charlie's house. Dun dun dun! Get him! Get him! Literally, <laughs> fucking get his ass! And Liz is like, "Oh, oh hey, 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 it's Charlie! Ooh, it's Charlie! Ooh, Charlie sure had fun telling everybody watch out for me! Ooh." Maybe you had to kill Pete, so he couldn't say anything. And Charlie's just, he's backing up away from all of them, and then he falls in a bush. Um, Classic. (laughs) He just trips and falls in a bush. And he's like, hey. Um, Steve hauls him back up, and he's like, hey, you think this is a fucking joke? Like, a man is dead now, and you killed him. Does that sound like a fucking joke? Um, Charlie makes a break for it. He gets to his porch, uh, and folks start grabbing rocks. And I like the way this is shot, because you can't see who grabs and throws first rocks. Yeah, yeah. This is... Ooh, we're full we're, we're full mob now. We're getting really vague near the end here. Yeah, we, we don't know who has done what, who is perpetrating this violence. Um, and they just... They start throwing rocks at Charlie and Charlie's house, breaking his porch light. One of them hits him in the head. First blood on Charlie. Done. And so he's like, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 hold on. He's like holding his, his bleeding head with his, his wife... Donna. <laughs> Donna. Donna. She's Donna now. <laughs> sure, her name is Donna. Uh, she's standing there with him. Um, and he's like, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I know who the monster is. Um, and our good friend Don and Les, they're like, oh, yeah? Who? Yeah, come on. Who is it? Who? Who is it? Um, he points fingers at Tommy. Tommy Johnny, yeah. Which, as much as I, do, I never want to agree with Charlie at all. But I it is. Don't, I don't trust, don't, don't trust him. He's also the one who's like, what if his comic book was real? <laughs> About a dollar for every time people were like, what if this comic book was real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Um, and so Tommy's mom tries to, like, defend him. She's like, well, he's just a boy. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know. Hey, don't shoot my child. Don't, don't, don't hurt my child. Um, listen, I understand he's a little shit, but don't hurt my child. Sure. Um. Please, he just reads comic books. Uh, don't, don't, oh no, don't get this nerd. <laughs> get the nerd. Nerd's truly the most persecuted of people. Charlie said nerds have no rights. I said nerds have no rights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. <laughs> God, and so they're all like, "Oh well, yeah, well, I mean, how did how did he know this would happen? <laughs> how did he know? How did he know? How did he know? If only the whole street had finger guns. <laughs> if only the whole street just pointed finger guns at each other instead of real guns. Um, Tommy books it, and all these grown ass adults start chasing him. Chase a child. Time to chase a child. But then the lights just start coming on in people's houses. Mm-hmm. They, Bob's house, Don's house, the street lights start flashing on and off. We start getting Dutch angles on houses and people and frantic, frantic music. Yeah, I love how it's somebody's like, oh no, now it's on in so and so's house. And but someone like Don's still like, no, it's still Charlie. Like, still finger blaming, finger pointing, blaming. <laughs> finger blaming. Yeah. We're, yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I got you. Um,. There's a lawnmower just starts going. Love it. That's my favorite part is when the lawnmower just starts. Oh, and there's... We see somebody else grab another gun, so now there's a couple of guns up in the mix. Um, Love how everyone on the block had a gun. Love it. Love guns. Um... (laughs) Oh, so you love guns, you want to live a shack in the woods, and you're interested in the Red Scare, huh? I see. I see. I see. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Evidence is damning. Do you have a, do you, are you interested in ham radios too? I mean, yes. <laughs> I'm interested in amateur internet radio. <laughs> oh. As evidenced by this show that I make. So hold on. Is all this evidence damning against me? Is that proof that I'm a communist or a communist hunter? Cuz honestly, you're a communist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, fair. Hey, NSA agent assigned to listen to this podcast. Um, this, this is just jokes. <laughs> this is just jokes. It's jokes. It's goof. This is a, a parody show. We don't have an Alexa to say this to, so this is the only microphone we have. <clears throat> That's true. This gets posted on the internet, and uh, an NSA agent is assigned to listen to all podcasts. Um, I hope they're enjoying this one. Hope. I'm sure they had a very nice 14 months where they didn't have to monitor us. <laughs> Oh, those weird gays who make that dumb Twilight Show podcast. They've been real quiet lately. <laughs> oh, it's been a breeze. Um, these people just going fucking feral. Yeah. Just, ooh. Everyone gets a weapon. Everybody. Just screaming. And we start zooming out. And we're zooming out, and we're zooming out. Everybody's just running. And as this as the street descends into chaos. There's a couple gunshots, and it's just hands. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Don't know who did it. And turns out there's been two guys watching this. Classic. Oof. Bunch of perverts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, these chaos perverts. <laughs> okay, but band name. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. What kind of music do the chaos perverts make? Oh god, uh... I feel like it's either rock or electronic. Okay. I can't see them doing, like, anything else with that. What about you? Um, 
I mean, I would want to say there's some kind of, like, grungy punk band. Yeah, it's in between rock and electronic. <laughs> okay. Okay. The real question is, yes, there's two chaos perverts in the show, but how many are in the band? Do you think it's just two guys, or do you think there's, like, five of them? I mean, I feel like the more you have, the more chaos you have. It's true. So... As many people... As many as you can possibly like, get in the Chaos Perverts. We're, do, we're going, like, full ELO on this. Like, everybody gets an instrument. <laughs> the polyphonic spree just... Yep. Oh. How many people can we get on stage? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> You're not even playing an instrument. You're just dancing. That's great. That, I, I love that. <laughs> oh, God. But so we, we have these, uh, these two guys. Um, and one of them says to the other, he's like, you see how it works? You take away the machines, you put them in the dark for a few hours, you just watch the pattern go. You watch them go fucking feral. And we see both these guys are wearing uh, some big Bluetooth earbuds. Um, <laughs> one of them has a cool goatee. Uh, and the guy, like, explaining this, he looks so tired. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, he's, like, bored. You know, teacher with... giving a presentation the same t- thing every day. Pretty much. Like... I hadn't considered this before, but, like, he's bored of the repetitive nature of, of like, the way that people are. That they repeat yeah. these same cycles. Oh, my God. I'm, like, just realizing this now. This isn't in my notes or anything. Oh. Like, this alien from another world. Spoiler These are aliens. They, aliens. they get in a ship and they drive away. Um, they drive. <laughs> they, yeah, they drive the space lanes back home. Um He's ooh ooh. He's sick of humanity and just the fact that they do the same shit yeah, over and over. He's teaching this guy. And he's like, oh, it's like this every time. It's like there's some differences once in a while, but yeah, yeah. Goatee guy is like, people are just like this. Yeah, capital L, capital T. And the old dude's like, yeah, we're just gonna do this again and again and again. I mean, I feel like he set this one example to show how repetitive people are, but like. If you just watched them do their daily routine on a Sunday in the middle of the afternoon, they would have done the same thing every fucking Sunday. Like, every day, they would have gone to work, you know, come home. It's a lot of fucking routines. (laughs) Yeah, but... He likes the chaos routines. I mean, it's just like... When things are disrupted, like, the pattern of behavior is always the same, I think is what's kind of being got at here, is that... People meet this with suspicion and violence, which is not... Guns. It's not good. Guns. Bad. Guns. Ooh, ooh, suspicion and violence? Bad. Guns. Bad. But, um, the aliens get in their ship and they they leave, and uh, as their ship heads off, Rod comes in, um, and I love this. Oh, it it rules. Uh... (laughs) He, he just writes, you know, the tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that, there are, weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, and prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. Um, and that's, like, that's it. That's our... Boom. Whew, that's our episode, y'all. And, like, this fucking... fucking slaps. If fucking slaps. I, um... I thought, when I was remembering this episode, I thought the villain was the government. Mm. Like, explicitly the government. Um, And it is in the reboot that they made of this episode in the 2003 Twilight Zone reboot. Okay. Um, But I think 
maybe explicitly making the villain the government in 1959 would have been too much for Rod. A little bit. That one would have been, like, too... He would have been put on a list. It's true. He would have <laughs> wound up talking to some committees. Um, but it's, you know... Like, the, what the aliens do in manipulating people's utilities and, and having them turn on each other, like, that's just some government-ass shit. Like, we do this all the time. Um, I think about, like, in the start of... I can't fucking believe that this was almost 10 years ago, but, like, Arab Spring, mm-hmm. when they were having all those uprises, like, I think specifically in Egypt, um, like, the government shut the internet down, and, like, as it as a way to, like, control the information that people were getting. Yeah. But, like, within 24 hours, people were out in the streets. Like, that's it's exactly what happened. Like, you yeah. shut off the internet, and you... you People went outside and they were like, hey, yo, what the fuck? Um, it's, I don't know, it's like, it's wild. Because, yeah, even, like, even today you lose power and sometimes it's like, maybe like a little trickle of people who go outside and just be like, just see the houses and if someone else is down, you're like, oh, yeah, you lost power too, yeah, but like, yeah, can we just fuck off and go back inside? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like, because I feel like it's, like, it's never that long. Like, obviously this is, like, an extreme, you know, extreme case of... Well, no, I, a couple of years ago where we were living, we lost power for, like, a whole day. Yeah, well, that was... We knew what that was. That was the storm that knocked it out. Yeah. Oh, you remember back in high school, like... There were, uh, there was a couple towns that lost power for, like, a week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, who I was in a, a class with, like, he didn't have power or hot water for, yeah. like... A week and a half, so he was just, like, asking folks, not asking folks, but he was just like, can I come use your shower? And yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah, okay, Paul. Um, Paul was alright. Um, but also, there's showers in the high school, Paul. There was showers in the high school. <laughs> or, like, you know, he would just, like, go hang out at people's houses. Yeah. So, like... Probably more of a hangout, because there's nothing to do at home. That, too. And, you know, hey, can I also use the shower? That was just kind of, the, I think, the person that Paul was. Yeah. I had, like, one class with him. He was pretty chill. Yeah, he was, like, a chill kid. And I didn't know anything about him. I, for as much as I knew nothing about him, um, I wish I had known him better. Like, I don't know. Because, like, he, he talked to me once, and he was like, have you ever watched Fringe? And I was like, no. He was like, I think you'd like it. And, like, I did try to watch Fringe years <laughs> later, and I was like, I don't like it. <laughs> but. But. I Paul, love. Homeboy's got the spirit. Paul made some points. Paul. Paul was on the right track. Yeah. Paul. Paul understood. Paul understood what I was about, I think, and that he did recommend me as a spooky thing, but he, he wasn't quite correct. Um. This is not a podcast about Paul from high school. I mean, um, apparently it is. Apparently it is. There's a lot of very specifically 50s ass shit going on here with the obvious, you know, Red Scare parallel. Um, the real, you know, Cold War notion that just the threat of violence overhangs all of these people. And when you when you do kill somebody, you're protecting your home, you know, by killing a, a fucking stranger. And then just, you know, the dam breaks and things go all to hell. There was a quote that I read from Rod once that I wish I'd actually looked up to read for this, and it was just about, like, he didn't think he was on the level of somebody like Ray Bradbury or Arthur C. Clarke. Really? Because he just wrote for television, and I put that in quotes. My guy. It's like, my man, no joke, 
this is an excellent piece of short fiction. Yeah. This is a spectacular piece of short fiction. And, like, I, I was anxious to, do, like, the reason I kept putting this off was I was just like, this is a great piece of work. I was like, what the fuck am I going to say about it? What, what the fuck's my dumbass going to say about about this thing that Rod wrote that's really good and still amazingly prevalent, like... I'm pretty sure I read, like, a short story about this in high school. Yeah. No, yeah. Not even high... Like, no, like, middle school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, like... This is an extremely accessible piece of media yeah. about, you know, mob mentality and, and you know... I mean, you look at it later and you're like, oh, no, government control. Um, or, you know, you're me and you look at it and you're like, oh, no, government control. Um, but I'm like, you know, who the fuck am I to, like, try and pick this apart? And so, like, that's that's a big part of why, like, I, I put this off for so long. And, like, I would look at it for two seconds and then be like, Ugh, I don't want to do this. Um, uh, if I have nothing, like, great to say, like, just shut the fuck up. Um, and, like, like, I'm not here to suck Rod's dick. We all know this. Like... Bitch wrote some stupid ass stuff, but like, undoubtedly, just it—he's a very strong short fiction writer, and he yeah. deserves to be studied and and thought of and and have his works regarded, you know, as more than just entertainment. Because, <clears throat> like what we said earlier, like the Twilight Zone hits different now, yeah, and like it still hits, which is the wild thing. Um, it's almost like those themes are always happening. Oh, the theme—it's almost like. It's about the themes. <laughs> it's almost like people repeat the same cycles. People, yeah. people repeat the same fucking yeah. cycles of behavior. Um, almost. And the the Twilight Zone will always slap. Um. Oh, <laughs> Twilight Zone will always slap. Ooh, it slaps forever. <laughs> it slaps into infinity, but um. So I got the companion book. Yes. So I didn't mention... Hey, everybody, I, I got the Twilight Zone companion book. Shoutouts to Half Price Books in Texas. And also, what's that book I got you at that thrift one time? Or is that just short stories about it? That one's just, like, short stories inspired by the Twilight Zone. Okay. That's, that's in, in the But the room. companion book. So the companion book. So, <clears throat> I, I... They have, um... Segments. They, I mean, they have, like, each episode, and, like, they talk about production stuff and this and that and, you know, who wrote it, and sometimes they have fun little facts. Um, and so the companion book for this episode um, said that, like, newspapers at the time completely misattributed something that Rod said, and they claimed that this episode was about how minorities look for scapegoats to explain their shortcomings, what? Which Rod would fucking never say. What? Yeah, like they. I they can't were, even wrap my head around that. Literally, when I read it, I had to read it like three times. Yeah. Because I was like, but he didn't, and he wouldn't. Rod would never. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't line up. I feel like one person like mistook it, and then everyone just listened to them. Yeah, so Rod probably said something about you know people looking for scapegoats, and then they were like, oh yeah, like how minorities look for scapegoats, and it's like no. Yeah, one racist person in a group. They yeah, just ruin it. Yeah, and so I was just like, like I always had a like your fave is problematic moment <laughs> where I was just like, was was Rod Sterling really just like a huge racist this whole time? And no. like I didn't fucking know. Like no, I don't believe so. But like, I. It, like, really fucked me up. 
It was wild. It was wild. Was and so it was newspapers like when it came out. Yeah. So he like yeah because you know they write up like you know hey because like people used to find out what was on TV from the newspaper yeah um so like the the newspaper was like hey you know on the new Twilight Zone uh, minorities are bad and it's like no <laughs> that's not true and that's like especially this episode like he writes a fucking bomb of an episode and people and he's like you didn't did you watch it you did, didn't watch it did you watch it did you listen to me. When you were going to report oh, on what this episode was? He would have got so much hassle for this. That yeah. Sucks. But, like, that's all they wrote about it. And so, like, I don't know, like, like what happened. Like, what happened. It was, I think it, the book said it was, like, the Miami Herald or something. So, like, you know, who gives a shit about what, Florida. what, what, what the paper in Miami has to say. God. Um, God. But, yeah, that was, that was an interesting thing. So, going forward, uh, I'll probably have fun little tidbits. Oh, yeah. From the companion book. I love the tidbits. So, you know, Rip. Rip to the other 21 episodes we did that I don't have facts on. Um, or, you know, I just posthumously go back and I insert me saying facts. You can. I mean, I could. I 100% could. You can. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll do that as a, a season break. I'll I'll look up some fun facts about stuff we already talked about. But I just that, that was fucking buck wild. And I'm like, mm, fucked up if true. Or maybe they just really hated Rod. Maybe. They're like, no, this guy writes shit, and I'm gonna say he writes shit. Obviously, he wrote some shit, and it's like, nah, man, he wrote a, a fucking banger. That's, uh, I think that's all I gotta say about that. You got anything else to say? I mean, not really. It's, I think I only, I like, it's not a boring story. I just think watching it gets a little boring, just because, like, one, you know it so well, and two, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, yeah. there's nothing to really make fun of. There's nothing silly. You're just like, shit. Yeah. Like, that's... Exa- like... Yeah. Took me fucking forever to take notes. Because yeah. I was just like... This is nothing for me to pick apart. Yeah. Like... No one's being exceptionally stupid. Except for the fact that they're exceptionally stupid. But they're people. Um, I'm like, how long did we talk about soup? Like, we really had to pick <laughs> things in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Like, yeah. I, it's Some n- episodes do be good, though. It's literally, like, <laughs> it's not bad for us to come out of an episode and be like, no, nah, that straight up zero McFucking irony, like. Especially when some of them were just like, <clears throat> oh, that's yeah. bad. <laughs> like, ooh, if you think I'm not gonna, like, if you think I don't think about that fucking stupid slot machine episode sometimes. I was just gonna say the slot machine episode. <laughs> Where I'm like, yo, that shit sucks. Rod? I was just gonna say that. Hey, Rod, that fucking morality tale about not gambling, it sucked. Hey, Rod, that slot machine in general? Think it over again, bud. Rod, that shit sucked. But then he writes something like this, and I'm like, yeah, but like, you know, obviously, they can't all be winners. They can't all be winners, and it's fine. But like, (laughs) I'm like, damn. God damn. But I think it's wild that, like, in that quote, Rod mentions Ray Bradbury, because, like, Ray Bradbury wrote at least one episode of The Twilight Zone. Yeah. Like, I sing The Body Electric. Uh, one that, when we watched it with Eric, he was very surprised, because it was, like, a nice ending. <laughs> it's, that's, it's, like, a nice episode. And he was just like, what? Those happen sometimes. He was like, this is bullshit! And it's like, no, sometimes... Some, sometimes, sometimes good. Sometimes nice things happen. 
Although, why the fuck would anything nice ever happen? Um, especially in the Twilight Zone. Especially in the Twilight oh, Especially in the Twilight Zone. Spoiler alert. We live in the Twilight Zone. Spoiler. Um, yeah. What? Watch this. Hey, listener. I haven't talked directly to you in a while. Um, watch it. If you haven't seen this. Or even just read the short story. Yeah. I, I literally think you can find the script online. Yeah. Like, engage with this story. I would 10 out of 10 would recommend what's the next episode yeah you want to hear what we're watching next yeah. time let's I'm move on from this one because it's been here forever that's true we've been we've been here for a while let's uh now we've spoken of him let now us, he can sleep now now he may rest and we'll move on to something else that hopefully we can like rip apart and have a good have can't a good wait life. to rip him apart <laughs> ooh get his ass alright next time we'll be watching episode 23 a world of difference in which a businessman finds himself in another life as an actor playing a character in a movie. And that's all I got. Okay. The hijinks will ensue. I I sure hope so. Fucking hope so. Give me those hijinks. I miss the hijinks. I think that's it for today. Yeah. So if you out there in Radio Land <laughs> Uh, quarantine land. Out in quarantine land. Ooh, if you got nothing better to do, why not uh, write into the show at, <laughs> at spookyspotpod at gmail.com or uh, give us a shout out at the spooky spot on Twitter. Um, if you want to hear me talking on a, a show that didn't go away for 14 months, <clears throat> uh, you can hear me on the podcast Loop and Lottery, which you can find where all fine podcasts are sold. Um, and you can't find me anywhere. And you can't find Liz anywhere. She's nowhere. And that's fine. Thank God. That's great. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Hate to be somewhere. Hate? Oh. <laughs> Hate to be somewhere. Narration for our episodes is done by my friend Tamara. You can find her online at uh, Tumblr and Twitter at Total Spiffage. There we go. It's been a long time, but I definitely remember <laughs> all of the things that get said here. Until next time, stay safe and stay spooky. Stay spooky. I've been going to this coin star. Every once in a while, I go to the coin star, and it never works. And it's not working. Every single time I go, it's not working. It never works. It never works. And I go to the coin star, and it's not working. Every single time I go. So I go to the coin star, and it's not working. Every single time I go.